0: This is Being Better, the podcast about the science behind mindsets and practices that make us happier, wiser, and healthier. My name is Julia Sport and I am your host. Join us as each week we break down scientific research and bring you true stories of people from all walks of life to help you make better decisions that will shape your tomorrow. episode is supposed to be um, what I want to make it and maybe I should just start by saying hi and that I hope that you are feeling well and happy and healthy and supported and if you don't that's fine too I think life is supposed to be about ebbs and flows and experiencing it all it's kind of the thing that I think makes life meaningful so it's completely fine Um, wherever you are in your life. I'm sure we've all experienced different stages of that as well. And if you think that other people have it figured out, I assure you they don't. And everyone is struggling with things and no one is certain about what they are doing and if it's the right thing and if they are with the right people in the right place. I think we all kind of forget that, We are all afraid and we all want to be happy and we all want the best for our loved ones and for ourselves. We all want peace and happiness for everyone. So I think I kind of want to talk about that as well, about coming to terms with all kinds of feelings and emotions and realizing that they are okay. I just recorded this episode, which is going to be probably like nothing I've ever recorded before. And I'm kind of angry because I accidentally deleted like 10 minutes of stuff that I wanted to say and and I thought that they were all pretty valuable and I haven't written them down. So I'm going to try to come back to my thoughts. But, you know, I am kind of annoyed and that's fine. Recently, I've been exploring different things I want to create, different ways I want to spend time, people... Uh, I meet um situations, substances, mindsets, and I've been pretty open and curious, and I think that is kind of characteristic for the moment in life that I'm at for this age when everything is so new and exciting, and I've been filled with so much um awe and right excitement and curiosity for everything around me and I've been feeling so creative and drawn to art and exploring different things I want to create that I've always thought that maybe I'm not good enough for, or maybe I need someone to teach me how to do it first, or I need certain tools or places, or maybe that's too weird, or people will think that I'm weird if I do it. And and I'm happy to say that in recent months, I've been kind of getting over that insecurity at least in my creative life or actually I think in many in many areas where I've been allowing myself to detach from a lot of identifications with stuff and attachment and I'm super happy I did because I really want to get the most of this moment in life where I get to explore kind of cost-free the stakes are not high if I try something and if I fail, I am still supported and I have my family and I always will have a place um, where I can turn to if, you know, shit hits the fan. And so recent weeks have been a very, I guess, experimental time for me because of so much novelty. But I have to also say that this time has been a tough one as well. That's also one of the reasons why I have been pretty silent on this platform, at least. And that's something that I want to apologize about that. Because I know that, I don't know, I I've, when I build a bond with some creators and they disappear, I always feel some kind of a disappointment. So if I disappointed you some way, somehow, by not being here as often, I'm sorry about that. But yeah, I, I want to say that this time... It's it's great that you know you have so much novelty and experiences and people, but that novelty and uncertainty also is a cause of a lot of anxiety. And that might sound weird, but I've always felt like anxiety is some kind of a fake notion. Like I never really understood what it is when I was a when I was a kid. Maybe that's because there is no really not really a good translation for that in Polish. I think the, the closest thing to it is literally, uh, we have a word for it, which is non-peace. But I never really thought, I, I was like, anxiety? What do you mean? What are you afraid of? But in, in those recent weeks and months, I've been, <laughs> yeah, I feel like anxiety has become my middle name. And I've always kind of was seeking uncertainty and I felt like it's a good thing. And I still think it's it's a good thing because I believe being uncertain and able to explore and seek knowledge it's it's the only mindset that you can have in order to truly grow and keep developing and not become stagnant but as much as I think uncertainty is great it's also super tiring and like I said I've been struggling with anxiety and uncertainty about the future about the the person i want to be about things that i want to do or the people i want to spend time with ideas that i'm into policies i want to support battles i want to fight and and those that i think are not worth fighting for i've been exploring different i guess identities and and i am again i'm grateful for uh, having the ability to do that because i realized that exploring who you want to be is and uh, it's an immense privilege that a lot of people don't have, especially you know a lot of young people, they don't have the ability to, not even the ability, but the resources and the privilege to ask who do I want to be? Because usually they have this model that is imposed on them. They don't even have a say in what they are going to become and if they're going to start a family or um, what kind of education they're going to get, and if they're going to have resources for that education and, and if they're going to be safe and what kind of things they can eat, I think the choice and wondering what you want. It's a huge privilege. And this is one thing that really helped me um, deal with with that anxiety is realizing that actually uncertainty is such a huge privilege. And and I'm actually happy that I get to have so many choices that I can think about. I'm kind of actually excited as well that I can kind of combine different paths and and it doesn't have to be this one thing and again I realize that this is something that comes from huge privilege and and I want to I want to say that I'm hugely grateful for that and and I'm sure that a lot of listeners you know if you are listening to me on your phone or on Spotify and like with your great headphones I am sure that you probably have some resources that allow you to Ask the question of what do I want? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to spend time with? Do I want a family? What kind of education do I want to have? I recommend you thinking about how how amazing it is that we can even ask those questions. But I want to come back to anxieties a bit um, because this has been like a theme uh, recently. And I don't think I've ever really talked more about this on the podcast. Um, if you have been listening to... To this podcast for a while, you might remember that I am an HSP, so I am a highly sensitive person. This is like a notion in psychology that describes people who analyze inputs and thoughts and just everything on a very deep level, which is kind of exhausting. And the highs are very high, but the lows are very low, and and thoughts and stressors and things that make you happy, and things that you are afraid of, and sad thoughts, and grief, you experience things much more intensely than other people. And so in the past year, I have experienced overstimulation episodes, which are, mm, this is something similar to a panic attack, but I've never had a panic attack, so I can just assume that it is, it's kind of a um, overstimulation breakdown is when at least for me it's when my thoughts are screaming in my head everything is so loud everything is very irritating Um, I've made an episode about actually about it uh, a couple of months ago so if you if you're interested in overstimulation and what that is and how to deal with it and what is my story with it um, that is in the feed but I've been just dealing with so many more thoughts than I ever had in my life. And I guess, again, that comes from many more stimuli and many more people. And like I said, I've been exploring so much recently of what is possible in life. And I guess that comes with so many thoughts and doubts and questions. And I have had to actively seek out situations where I am not that stimuli and usually you know summertime for me was always a time um where I've been seeking novelty experiences, new places, new people, learning and traveling so much and and this year I've actually had to when I came back from my volunteering job at the meditation center in new York in England, I came back and I cancelled Uh, some plans that I had for next travels because I just felt like I don't want to be surrounded by novelty. I kind of wanted to wind down and slow down and kind of be more at peace. And I think that it was actually a very good decision because I at least I got to listen to my thoughts and know what I'm afraid of, what I actually things that are on my mind and when I'm feeling discomfort now at least I know what this discomfort is about and and realize some of the ways that I can deal with that and I want to share some stuff that helped with my anxiety because I realized that most people that listen to this podcast are young people are students uh, are people who just started their new job people who are still uncertain about what do they want to do who they want to be. And I think that maybe hearing that I'm struggling with that too, and that most people actually are, maybe that will be helpful for you. I know that that is definitely helpful for me when I am able to talk with my friends about problems that we share and exchange our ways of dealing with them. And I've been, <laughs> yeah, anxiety has been um, a companion of mine um, for a while. And, and I can't tell you ways of dealing with them that definitely didn't work and that actually helped me. And when it comes to ways that definitely don't work, it's trying to act like the anxiety is not there. I think traveling is a a very big way that I do that, escaping and surrounding myself with novelty. It's finding distractions. And I think traveling, it's it's a big distraction for me because, yeah, I just don't have the time and even kind of often space to notice my thoughts and notice what I'm anxious about and escapism is a big way that I unconsciously deal with problems but that has only led to those overstimulation episodes which came on a recurring pattern and I kept having them so it was like I was overworked, overstimulated, had some fears and problems and I never really dealt with them and some anxieties and I just kind of went on as I usually do, not resting, not working, not stopping, really living very fast. Then I had the overstimulation episode, but then, you know, I cried, I screamed, I was numb for a couple of days, but then it went back to normal. Actually, not a couple of days. I can I can be very well back to normal the next day. But then, as I usually do, I just came back to the way things were. And, of course, it caught up with me again. And I had the overstimulation episode again. And this is what happens when I try to act like I am not anxious, like I am not overstimulated, like I am not overworked or overtrained. And that there is some kind of an issue that my subconscious wants to tell me about. And often that actually happens through my dreams as well. I get more bad dreams and, and they don't even have to be bad, but I active, I know that my subconscious very often tells me things through, through my dreams. So those those overstimulation episodes kept happening and, and I was tired and scared and uncertain and i felt like i have to work i have to decide because what if um you know i'm not going to be able to do this you know there are some dreams that i have and places that i want to go and you know universities i want to study at but um i what if i cannot afford them what if i cannot afford the rent and how is that going to work and if i do this if i'm going to be an am i going to be unhappy there i don't want to be as burden and I want to, you know, follow dreams that I had since I was a kid, but also, you know, some things are not as easily possible as I've always thought they were. Those those very fast trains of thoughts just kept going on in my head and they always caught up with me, no matter how hard I tried to escape or pretend like they're not there. But the anxiety is always there and pressure to like, oh, let's deal with it. Let's solve it. Let's just do it and go because I don't have time for anxiety and I don't have time for fear. I don't have time for uncertainty. Let's just go, 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 go. That never works. The only way that I am able to deal with anxiety is by treating it like a child. Because if you think about it, fear and anxiety, those are emotions that are strictly connected to your inner child. As a kid, the biggest negative emotion that we feel as children is fear so when you are hungry you cry because you are afraid because you're a kid you're afraid that you're gonna die something hurts you you're afraid that you're gonna die and you cry yeah we are just scared a lot as babies and so the way that you should tend to your anxiety and your fear at least that's what I learned is by tending to it as if it was a child. So not by screaming at it and telling it to shut the fuck up and just deal with it and and go, but by saying, hey, what's up? What are you afraid of? Is it something you can deal with? Oh, okay, if not, then just, just stay here. It's okay that you are here. You are welcome here. I will support you. You are safe. I will give you a little blanket. And you can stay here and it's warm and it's okay and you don't have to change. You don't have to do anything or just be here and be comfortable. Realizing that I have anxiety and uncertainty and that not everything is great. That it's a it's a time of life where there's so much uncertainty and things are great and exciting but also kind of scary. And I, when I saw that this is the case and I stopped wanting it to be over... And I just realized that it's there. And I told my anxiety, I literally said it out loud, I will never stop being a fan of talking to yourself. And when I said that it's okay, you can be here, and I stopped fighting, it's like like with meditation, you know, you realize that you have some negative thoughts, some negative patterns, maybe some self-hate talk or anxiety. And in meditation, you should just notice it and not act on it, not judge it, and not try to erase it. So it's the same thing. That's the only way that you can really gain peace. It's just accept that it's there. And so what that it's there? It's human. Everyone has those feelings. Everyone has those thoughts. No one knows what they are doing. No matter how old they are, maybe they keep telling themselves that this is what life is supposed to be. But no one knows what the hell life is supposed to be. We are these weird little apes on this piece of rock in this big universe that keeps increasing. We don't even know where we came from. What is consciousness? Why are we aware that we are aware why do we love what dreams are we have no idea what the meaning to any of it is so everyone is uncertain everyone is scared some people find ways to deal with that or to not realize that they have this anxiety and they do that through religion or through people or through substances or through mindsets or technologies we are have different ways to numb this fear and anxiety. But what I realized for myself is that I don't want to numb it. It is there. It is a huge part of me. Fear is a huge driver in my life. It's one of the biggest drivers for anything that we do. You know, we seek out relationships, we seek out food, we seek out work, because we are afraid that we're going to be alone, hungry, in danger, um, and, and not safe. And we're not going to be able to afford a house. And a shelter and fear is a big driver and it's an inherent part of what humans are it's not a pretty emotion but it's it's there it's 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 one of the core foundations of what it means to be human we we didn't evolve to be at the top of the food chain the jump from a pretty low place at a food chain to the top happened too quickly for us to evolve and fit to that role We are still those scared little apes who don't know what they are doing and don't want to get eaten and want to be safe and are a bit crafty. They can work together and then they can be a bit safer than when they work alone. So I assure you that if you are in a place where you don't feel safe and you don't feel like everything is figured out, you don't know what you are. What are you supposed to be doing with whom, where, when? I assure you that that's okay. That's what most of us feel, or at least subconsciously feel. Some, of, some people realize that, some not. I probably shouldn't say that the feeling, it's going to be there for the rest of your life, because I don't know, I haven't lived a full life yet, but I think that there are ways that we can deal with it. And it can become a very good thing because I feel like anxiety also makes you a bit more empathetic because when you are anxious, you are a bit more aware of your surroundings and you can notice that other people struggle with things too. And you can actively help them, help them with what you learned from your anxiety and what has been proven by many psychological studies is when you help people and when you give them advice, it's actually advice that helps you as well. You usually... Learn things when you are the teacher on a given subject. So, anxiety makes us a bit more vigilant of what is happening, of what people are struggling with, of what can be done, what can be improved, and it can be a great compass that something is not right in your life. So, maybe we should follow our anxiety and cherish it for being there. And again, treat it with respect, treat it as a child and not criticize it and try to to force it away. It's there, it has its role, and maybe it can be it can be useful. I really am not sure what this episode is, how I'm going to title it, if I'm even going to post it. But I've been I've missed this podcast and I think that this break was very necessary and I think stepping away from things and people Um, or passions that you have some things that are really close to you is useful because then you can be a bit more objective about your relationship with that thing or with that person and you know how to improve it or maybe if it's something that it's not worth improving and maybe it should just be cut out from your life I think distance is oftentimes very useful um, and that's why, you know, sense of humor is it's such an important thing because it, it can help you distance yourself from your thoughts, from weird situations in life. Okay, this has been a pretty random episode, but I just wanted to yeah, just share my thoughts on the subject. Please send me your thoughts on this, and and you can send me an email on at gmail.com or over at Instagram. Those places are still active, and when it comes to connecting to me, I am uh, so happy to just be able to to talk to you. And I realize that having this platform is such a huge privilege as well. And I'm grateful for it. And I am grateful for each and every one of you who listens to my thoughts. And I'm grateful for you being patient with me. And yeah, I will try to to share some more thoughts in in upcoming episodes. Like I said, I'm in a very experimental and kind of, yeah, just trying new things kind of mode. Uh, So I might be uh, experimenting with different forms and topics and, and structures of the episode. Um, so, yeah, I am I have no idea uh, what the upcoming episodes are going to be like, uh, but that's what kind of makes it exciting again, right? Uncertainty is a place from which we can grow, and I am super excited to grow. And uh, if you want to tell me what you are, what you have been up to, um, again, hit me up. I'm going to ask you to please take care of yourself if you can, of someone else, too, and I will speak to you in the next episode. Being Better is edited and produced by Julia Sport. You can learn more about the show and about other work over at our website, beingbetter.info. And the Instagram is at beingbetter.pod. If you want to support us, the best way to do that is by word of mouth. So if you can, please tell your family, your friends and what the hell, also tell your enemies, you know, we don't discriminate on this podcast. So tell them about the show, tell them about why you like it and about why you like the incredibly amazing and very humble host. You can also share it on social media platforms and if you tag us, we'll make sure to reply. Thank you so much for joining us today and I'll speak to you very, very soon.